This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to Your Catholic Corner 89.0 Free FM on the 18th Sunday in Ordinary Time. This is Salve Regina by the Benedictine Monks. Sunday, the 18th Sunday, in Ordinary Time. The first reading is from the book of Ecclesiastes. What do mortals gain from a life of toil and strain? Responsorial Psalm. In every age, O Lord, you have been our refuge. And a second Reading today is a reading from the letter of Paul to the Colossians. Seek the things that are above where Christ reigns. And the gospel is a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. All these things you have prepared, whose will they be? I am Julie, peace be with you. Thank you to the parishioners of St. Matthew's in Hillcrest, Hamilton City, for bringing your Catholic Corner to you on air, online, and on demand. On air, 89.0 free FM. Thanks to the parishioners, we've been on air for the last 22 years. We've come of age. Wherever you are, Whatever you're doing right now, may God look after your family. May God bless your family. The reading today, the second reading today, is one of Paul's letters to the Colossians. So who were the Colossians? And in today's letter, 
to of Paul's to the Colossians, he sounds to me like he's having a bit of a rant. He talks about a bit of a rant to the recipients of his letter. He talks about immortality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and the greed that is idolatry. And he instructs them, he instructs them to stop lying to one another. So exactly who was he talking to, writing to? To give us a bit of context, Colossae or Coloss was an ancient city in the Lycus River Valley, about oh, about 80 kilometers or so east of the great cosmopolitan city of Ephesus. We've heard that in many references in the Bible, located in the Asian province of Asia, in what we know today as Turkey. Colossae was the smallest of three cities in the Lycus Valley, along with Laodicea, which is approximately 18 kilometers west, and Heropolis, approximately 30 kilometers northwest. Each of these cities had Christian churches at the time. Though these cities were far from a big city, they weren't isolated since they were situated near the great Persian royal road that ran from Ephesus and Sardis in the west to the Euphrates and onto Persia in the east. At one point in the 4th or 3rd centuries BC, Colossae had been one of the most important of the three cities, known for its flourishing textile industry and high-quality dark red wool known as Colossian wool. It seems like main highways have been moved throughout time because after the north-south road was moved west to pass through Laodicea, Colossae began to decline. Sounds a bit familiar, doesn't it? We move a state highway in New Zealand and create a bypass road and the city, the town that was reliant on that through traffic has to reinvent itself or or die. It's been happening since forever, it sounds like. Roman historian Tacitus mentions an earthquake that destroyed Laodicea in around the year 60-61 AD. And Laodicea was rebuilt quickly, but we don't know how long it took to build the city of Colossae, which is whom Paul is referring to today. Today, there's sadly nothing of Colossae above ground, but there is a tell, which is an acropolis or mound, but this, like much of the city, hasn't been excavated. Apparently, it's possible to see the contour of an outdoor amphitheater on the site. The population of Colossae was probably thought to be quite diverse, especially in light of the nearby highway. We know that Antiochus III had settled about 2,000 Jewish families in the general area in around 213 BC. The area still had a strong Jewish minority presence in Paul's day, a fact which probably relates directly to his letter. 
Proximity to the nearby highways ensured that the Colossians were exposed to the latest ideas. I wonder what they were back then, which then mixed together with other ideas. So really nothing has changed. The Christian church, what happened then is still happening now. The Christian church then was subject to amalgamation with other religious movements. Now that's quite not quite happening today. As you ponder that, here we are. The music coming on as all people that on earth do dwell. And it's from Emu Music of 2018 with credits to Alana Glover, Louis Bourgeois, and William Keaty. Before him and tree. 
Welcome back. I'm Julie, and you're you're listening to your Catholic Corner 89.0 Free FM. All people that on earth do dwell. That was a bit before that, before the music, before that hymn, was a bit of background, a bit of contextual background for today's second reading. But let's have a look at the gospel reading today, which is from chapter 12 of Luke's gospel, where Jesus instructs his disciples in the crowd on how to be ready for the coming judgment. We are still told that today as well. A crowd of many thousands has gathered to hear Jesus. At first, he speaks only to the disciples, reminding them that it is not persecution they should fear, but the judgment that is coming for all who do not acknowledge the Son of Man. Suddenly, a man in the crowd shouts out to Jesus, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. Imagine what that would be like if you were listening to Jesus and then somewhere out of the blue, somebody says that. He seems to have grown tired of Jesus speaking only to the disciples. Jesus offers the man no help. Does he ignore him, perhaps? Instead, he uses the question to teach what, in light of the coming judgment, life really consists of. Jesus as he is known for, tells the crowd a parable. A rich man's lands have yielded more crops than expected. His response is not to consider how he might share all the extra food with others, but to wonder how he can possibly store it all. Is this what he's wondering of the man, getting the the stranger in the crowd to think about? He has what he thinks is a brilliant idea, to tear down his present barns and build larger ones. Then he will have many things stored up for years of eating, drinking and making merry. You fool is God's response to this man, because that very night his life will be taken away. To whom will everything belong then, God asks. The rich man's world is small, just him and his possessions, and now he learns that he is to lose his life. What good are his possessions now? Jesus states the moral of the story. This is how it will be for everyone who stores up treasure for himself or herself, but is not rich in what matters to God. We hear often, don't we, you can't take it with you. Doesn't matter how much money you've got, it's still ashes to ashes, dust to dust in the end. Centuries later, St. Gregory the Great taught that when we care for the needs of the poor, we are giving them what is theirs, not ours. We are not just performing works of mercy, we're paying a debt of justice. Life does not consist in possessions, but in sharing what we possess with others. The goods of the earth have been given to everyone. A few weeks ago, Father Darren 
It feels like a few weeks ago. Father Darren at the Saturday night mass at the Cathedral of the Blessed Virgin Mary in Hamilton suggested, reminded us, that when we bring offerings, we're not actually bringing offerings, like offerings for when we bring food to contribute to the basket that goes to the needy. What we're actually doing is honoring God when we contribute like that. And that's exactly what St. Gregory the Great taught as well. As you ponder those, here we have, I'd rather have Jesus than silver or gold. And this is sung by Buller, Balza and Achille from the Hymn Project. I'd rather have Jesus than silver or gold I'd rather be His than have riches untold I'd rather have Jesus than houses or lands I'd rather be led by his nail-pierced hand Than to be the king of a vast domain Or be held in sin's dread sway I'd rather have Jesus anything this world affords today I'd rather have Jesus than man's applause I'd rather be faithful to Him Jesus and let him 
Welcome back. You're listening to Your Catholic Corner, 89.0 Free FM. I'm Julie, and that was I'd Rather Have Jesus Than Silver or Gold. The first reading today is from the book of Ecclesiastes. Vanity of vanities, says the teacher. Vanity of vanities, all is vanity. Sometimes one who has toiled with wisdom and knowledge and skill must leave all to be enjoyed by another who did not toil for it. This also is vanity and a great evil. What do mortals get from all the toil and strain with which they toil under the sun? For all their days are full of pain and their work is a vexation. Even at night their minds do not rest. This also is vanity. The Word of the Lord. And a reading, the second reading today. Here we are, the 18th Sunday of Ordinary Time, is a reading from the letter of Paul to the Colossians. See if you have been raised with Christ. Seek the things that are above, where Christ did, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, whatever in you is earthly, fornication, impurity, passion, evil desire, and greed, which is idolatry. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have stripped off the old self with its practices and have clothed yourselves with the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge according to the image of its creator. In that renewal there is no longer Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave and free, but Christ is all and in all. The Word of the Lord. You're listening to Your Catholic Corner, 89.0 Free FM. I'm Julie and we are about 
to have a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Someone in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the family inheritance with me. But Jesus said to him, Friend, who set me to be a judge or arbitrator over you. And Jesus said to the crowd, Take care, be on your guard against all kinds of greed, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of possessions. Then Jesus told them a parable. The land of a rich man produced abundantly, and he thought to himself, What should I do? For I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build larger ones, and there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, be merry. But God said to him, You fool, this very night your life is being demanded of you, and the things you have prepared, whose shall they be? So it is with those who store up treasures for themselves, but are not rich towards God. The Gospel of the Lord. Thank you for sharing the last half an hour or so of your life with me and God. Peace be with you. This is Julie signing off. May you stay safe. May the Lord bless those who are important to you. God bless. Episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.